Hey everyone and welcome to the Lady Leadership Podcast. Really excited to be here today and today I'm going to talk about resilience because I think resilience is a really important trait that we all need, particularly women in the workforce or in business and career. So I'm going to talk about what resilience is, then I'm going to talk about why I think it's important. I'm going to talk about how to develop resilience and then I'm also going to share a couple of personal stories where I think my resilience has kind of been pushed to the to the test to be it's been tested it's sort of been it's there's been times where I've really had to dig deep and uh, move forward and push forward. So resilience is the ability to bounce back from adversity and to overcome challenges And it's really an important trait that can help us navigate life's ups and downs and ultimately lead to personal growth and success. And I think it really matters because life really is full of challenges. There are setbacks and there are failures or some people like to call them flownings, you know, where sort of you learn from failure, but it's how we respond to those challenges that really determines our success and our happiness in life. So resilience is really important because it helps us overcome adversity. So it allows us to bounce back from setbacks and challenges rather than get stuck in the negative thought patterns and behaviors. And I think it's really that ability to really kind of move forward It helps us build confidence. So overcoming challenges and setbacks can help build our confidence and self-esteem, making us more resilient in the face of future challenges. So if you've had something happen to you, so for example, maybe you haven't got a promotion, maybe you haven't been listened to in a meeting, maybe you've lost your job, um, you know, being able to overcome those things and find a path and step forward and work out, okay, what am I going to do now? What's my plan B? Or it might be your plan A plus. And, you know, really kind of actually just move forward. So it's important because it actually helps us develop problem-solving skills. So resilience requires us to think creatively and develop problem-solving skills which can be valuable in all areas of our life. So it's really like how am I going to navigate this or in these set of circumstances, what am I actually going to do? How am I going to push forward? And then what's going to happen? And then I think just really create more fulfilling relationships. So um, you're actually able to handle conflict and setbacks better. So I'll just talk quickly. I think there's been two kind of real instances in my life where I've really had to dig deep and kind of go, okay, well, how's my resilience? And so um, there are actually two health issues that I've had. And so one was I was um, quite a bit younger than I am now and I'd actually gone overseas and I was travelling around Europe. I decided to travel solo which takes a bit of resilience I think um, in the first place and actually takes a bit of confidence but I'd I'd come up with a plan um, I went on what's called bus about um, I'm not sure whether they still have bus about but it's basically a network of buses that you can get on and off and so um, people traveling predominantly Australians it was actually um, can get on buses go to a do- location get off go somewhere else so I 
I had actually gone traveling a couple of years beforehand to Thailand um, to sort of see like as a bit of a test, like my experiment, can I travel by myself? Um, travel by myself in Thailand, I'd met up with a couple of people who I knew were going to be there for, for a little while, but then it was like, okay, can I actually travel by myself and have I got the confidence, have I got the resilience, have I, um, you know, to be able to make that happen. And so what actually happened when I was traveling by myself is I actually got really ill. Um, I ended up with a parasite in my blood and I ended up in, um, I ended up in hospital in Germany. I'd actually flown from Turkey to Germany and, um, I was staying with a friend, uh, sort of someone I'd met traveling and, um, he actually caused uh, called an ambulance, and he called an ambulance because I I actually grew up as a Catholic, and I was actually chanting the Our Father um, because I was really feeling that unwell, and so I haven't chanted. I didn't chant the Our Father before. I didn't. I haven't chanted the Our Father since. But I was literally chanting the Our Father. Our Father, come in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So he'd actually called an ambulance. I was really unwell. Um, I ended up in that hospital for. 15 days he um he was actually working in another part of the world he had to um go back to his job so he had put me in hospital and kind of left me there and I was there by by myself he had a friend who would come and visit me her English wasn't so great so that that actually was pretty un uh, it was nice that she come and visited me, but it was also rather stressful trying to make conversation when you don't feel very well with someone who doesn't speak English that much. Um, but, you know, very, very nice of her to visit me. And then my parents and family, etc., are all back in Australia. And um, my mum and dad would call me and I'd be saying, no, don't come. I don't want you to come. I'm all right. I'm really good. It doesn't make sense for you to come here and sit in this hospital with me. I'm really good. And so I think everyone uh, everyone at that time thought that I would – I think I'd been, travel, I'd been traveling for about kind of three or four months at that time and it was sort of fairly early on in my trip and I think everyone thought that I was going to come home and um, I was going to stop traveling. And um, in actual fact, it made me kind of more determined. It made me um, go, do you know what? This is just a setback. I'm uh, going to keep traveling. And what I what I actually started to do, so the hospital that I was staying at, it was in a place called Mannheim, which is in Germany. It's actually on a river or a, a sort of a canal there. And um, so I asked the hospital, I was in the infectious diseases ward, because first of all, they didn't really know what was wrong with me. And and then so after a little while, I was allowed out of the hospital to go and sit by the river. But what I realized was that I'm actually going to be back backpacking and I had a 20 kilo backpack that I was carrying around with me and I needed to be strong enough and well enough to keep going on my trip otherwise I wasn't going to be successful. I talked my parents out of coming over and said you know come over when I'm well and we can go traveling down the track which we ended up doing. My mum ended up coming over and we ended up traveling around Italy a few you know probably a year or so later and um, so I really kind of convinced them not to come and then I came up with a plan of how I was going to rebuild my strength to get back on the road and to, to get traveling. And um, 
So, so I did. And so I think, you know, that's really probably the first time in my life where I was like in a situation that felt very uncomfortable, very sort of foreign. And, but I knew that, you know, to keep traveling and to go forward, I needed to uh, regain my strength and basically get back on the road. Now, my brother actually lived up in the top of Europe. And so I then sort of left hospital and then made a bit of a plan to kind of head up to where he was, which was nice, you know, to then see family, etc., and to um, spend time uh, with him. And, um, you know, but uh, it kind of really just sort of proved to me, uh, you know, what you can do if you set your mind to it. And so... Really around, I think, you know, the how you develop resilience is, you know, um, is, you know, just like the ability to kind of take care of yourself. And so I, in that situation, I realised what I needed and, you know, what I needed to do to regain my strength. Um, and so I think that's really important part of building resilience. So it includes, you know, I think getting enough sleep, eating a healthy diet, making time for exercise and relaxation. I think building a support system around you. So having a strong support system that can help us cope with challenges and setbacks. And so, you know, at this time I had my family, which I was very much in touch with, but, um, I also really kind of learnt at that point in time just to kind of really stand on my own two two feet. Um, the next one would be just, you know, practising gratitude. So gratitude can really kind of help shift our focus away from the negative thoughts and emotions and towards positive aspects of our lives. And so I think in this situation I really was focused on I want to keep traveling and you know I my plan had been that I was going to travel for quite a few months and then I was going to go and uh, live in London and then I was going to you know spend a year in London and then kind of come back to Australia now I ended up actually spending eight years in London and you know if I'd given up then you know I would have kind of only had this sort of short three month four month trip and then you know come back to Australia and kind of gone back to the job I was working in whereas I actually really kind of shifted forward and um, so I think the ability to learn from failures Um, so the failure in that situation was eating at a dodgy cafe in Turkey but um, rather than seeing it as a negative um, you know really kind of seeing it as that opportunity for growth and learning so I think I think this situation then set me up for other situations down the track where I was like do you know what I got through that situation I'm actually going to be able to get Um, through other situations and then that really just actually focusing on the present moment and so um, it's really rather than worrying about the future or dwelling on the past like rather than going oh my god could I get sick again or oh my god I'm traveling by myself it's really that ability to go do you know what I'm I'm actually well I'm feeling good I'm gonna you know keep keep traveling and I'm gonna see what more adventures are in line for me and that really just that kind of growth mindset so you know I still had um because I was traveling by myself I I'd met quite a few people and um but I sort of I had then that that 
piece around you know I was going to travel for say six months and then I was going to head to London and I needed to find somewhere to live I needed to find work I had some really kind of big hurdles in front of me but I didn't I didn't worry about that so much I really just was like okay um you know I'm going to keep traveling so I think, um, you know, I think that kind of really set me up in my career as well. Just that ability to kind of dig deep. Um, the, the second medical situation that I've had that I really never talk about, um, and a lot of people that have probably worked with me in the last few years would actually be quite surprised to hear. But when I was in my, um, first CIO role and um, which is probably about 10 years ago now I realized that when I closed my right eye that I started to not be able to see parts of my face with my left eye and so then what actually culminated over the next probably two three years is I actually lost I think I've lost about 70% of the vision in my left eye and um, I actually this actually occurred kind of at the same time that I actually really kind of got to the C-suite and started to really have that kind of executive senior role so and and you know a job that's reasonably stressful managing teams of a couple of hundred people Um, And, you know, in this situation, I obviously, um, so, you know, I'm kind of 10 years on now. And um, yeah, as I mentioned, I've I've only got my peripheral vision in my left eye. And so how that kind of impacts me day to day is that, um, you know, I'm I'm walking around looking out of one eye, basically. Um, And, um, and, you know, I kind of laugh about it, but um, your over time, your eyes will adjust and your brain adjusts, interestingly, and makes up part of the picture. And so it doesn't really hold me back in terms of what I do, but probably just makes me a little bit more tired. And, um, you know, I obviously kind of had to get through the, the mental sort of situation of am I going to lose the sight of my other eye am I you know is this a hereditary disease are my kids going to be impacted by this um and you know really kind of just maybe move on from some of that negative thought and be like you know what I've still got the sight in one of my eyes and um which I'm eternally grateful for because my life would be much more impacted if I didn't and um it's just proven to me as well that you never quite know what's kind of going on in someone else's life um for the first couple of years I used to have injections in my left eye uh every month um on a Friday which was kind of pretty painful and um pretty uncomfortable and just ended up getting to the point with my specialist that we decided it really the whole premise of that was actually to maintain maintain the sign in my left eye but we got to the point where we're like do you know what this actually isn't working and we're probably just better off now um not doing anything about it but um it gave me appreciation of that you don't often know what's going on in someone's life. Um, there are situations in your life as well that you really don't have a lot of impact over. And so 
you know, I, I actually was in a car accident when I was um, in my early teens and where I hit my head on the front seat of that car, which may have then been the culmination of this situation. I do also horse ride, which I think I've mentioned in other podcasts. And so, you know, I have fallen off my horse quite a few times over the years and hit my head. So whether one of those incidents caused this, but you know, this is the path that I walk. Um, what I do notice, say, if I'm sitting in a meeting or if I've got people sitting close to me on my left hand side, I really, I really can't see them. Um, probably a little bit helpful sometimes. Um, and, or maybe someone listening to this who's worked with me is like, oh, that's why I always thought she was a bit weird when I was on the left-hand side. But Because um, sometimes I just can't actually see people. So I'll, I just normally shift my head. But um, that's also kind of taught me resilience in that to kind of that keep going, um, that the sort of the fear of the unknown and, um, you know, sort of kind of pushing through uh, those situations. So I think developing resilience is really an ongoing process that requires time and effort. And by focusing on building a strong support system, taking care of ourselves, maintaining a positive outlook, being flexible, learning from failure and developing healthy coping skills, we can really cultivate greater resilience and ultimately lead to more fulfilling and successful lives careers and in business so hope you're having a great day and hope you enjoyed this podcast I hope you got something out of it and um, you know just keep looking forward so now if you're interested have a look at my website I've actually just launched I'm taking on 10 women to do one-on-one coaching so get in touch if you're interested in doing some one-on-one coaching have a look at my website which is lady-leadership.com I've also got some great resources that you can see there one is a career checklist one is a checklist around if you're looking for a promotion and I've also got a masterclass as well so um, you can hit me up as well if you'd just like to have a 20-minute career conversation. If you're thinking about um, joining me for some coaching, then um, yeah, book in for a 20-minute career conversation and you can see if working together is the right thing for you and me. All right, cheers. Hope you're having a great day. Bye.